The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest hails from Los Angeles, California. He's a rapper, singer, songwriter, and producer. He's the man who brought you and your best friend the anthem of the summer. Please welcome today's guest, the man, the myth, the legend, Kobe Jones. Whoa! What's going on? Wow, what an intro. Thank you. I had to do a, a good intro because you I know everybody who watches knows you already, <laughs> but uh, but this is your first one on your own. I know. Man, I know. I'm so happy to have you I'm here. really happy to be here. Thank you. What's going on, Kobe Jones? Nothing, man. Um, I'm just working on music, you know? I'm always. So always, always, always. I'm so happy that like this new song that came out, I don't know, I feel like it's the first song in a minute that people like on their own like just connect to. Mm. So yeah, it feels good to, to pay off. What do you I, think that is? Like a spark, right? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. What do you think that is that uh, is the difference? You know, one of the, th- one of the things... And I think I'm getting, I'm consciously getting better and better at this is like, right when I made the hook to the song, my first thought was that it's too lame, not lame, that's too simple. Mm. And I'm generally pretty decent at this, at keeping things simple. But I don't know, I felt like it was a certain threshold that I crossed where I was like, you know what? Yeah, it is simple, Mm -hmm. you know? And I fucking love it. And I'm not trying to impress anybody. I think it's, yeah, I think it's just so simple. And for that reason, it's going to connect to people. Um, I just thought of it as like a bop. You know, just like yeah. a chill fucking bop. And yeah, I think it was a good lesson where I was like right in my leaning into simplicity, mm. you know? When I feel like it also has a message that is so, um, it's so it, it general in a way that feels very specific to the person. So you were able to write about something that everybody can relate to, but everybody can also make so specific in their head, which is super cool. Cause I feel like sometimes people are like, oh, this song's about my dad's old Porsche that we used to ride in and mm-hmm. that scratch on the side of it. And it's like, that's amazing. And there's a place for that. Yeah. But it's really hard to get a song like that to make people feel like it is about them. And that's what people are looking for. They're looking yeah. for you to write a story that in their head is completely about them. Yeah. And that's how they can connect with it. And you did a really fucking good Thank job you, of it. Thank you, bro. Thank but it also is still specific and it still has the story behind it, but you made it in a way that's connectable where people can feel like it's theirs. Which what you described, like you're saying, is the like ultimate goal for art in any form, mm. I think. You know, I think that's the ultimate, ultimate goal is to do something personal that feels personal to everyone else. Yeah. You know? And it's hard. That's I think that's one of the hardest parts about this is like everybody can tell you a story about their life, but it's very tough to learn how to make it something that feels 
interactable. I don't know if that's the right word, but like, like that everybody can interact with it in a way that feels personal um, without their name having, having to be in it, you know? Like, you know, you don't right. have to say somebody's name for them to think about an experience with their best friend. Like exactly. That's, that's insane. It's such a smart, smart way. And I think also part of it is you weren't writing, I assume, just knowing you as well as I do, you weren't writing it being like, oh, I hope somebody understands this. You were writing it being like, I understand this. I know how much this means to me. And because of that, you got the point across on a on a individualistic level that still feels so connectable. Thank you. I, I, it's something that I actually my my musical belief system like leans on not trying to do that, and and it's a skill set for me. I mean, I didn't think for anyone, yeah. but I could speak for myself only, obviously. Like the art of not trying to be relatable is something that I'm working on on mastering. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like a lot of people who I love are naturally relatable. I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but a lot of songs that I know I make that resonate with people, I don't sit there, write a line and go, this is so relatable. Yeah. Like, like I think people will definitely re- like, I They're just don't get this. I just don't think about it. And, and by the way, I used to, but I'm, as I grow, I think about how relatable is this less and less and less. And I think it has the opposite positive effect where it actually becomes more and more and more relatable. Yeah. It feels more self-centered at that point. Exactly. Cause I'm not trying to uh, do anything to connect to anybody. I just hope and pray that someone connects to how I feel, you know? And I think what that is, is that's proof that the human experience has a bunch of different, um, a different, a bunch of different core elements that are going to be in a certain amount of people's story, no matter what. And understanding that that's there with or without the music. Yes. So writing from your perspective will be relatable as long as you're not, again, you're not putting on a, a facade. You're not doing it in a way that goes, ooh, will they get this? Exactly. And um, just letting just letting go of like, you know, trying to do something, for me, I, I just, that's like how I make music. Yeah. And how I'm getting better and better at that. What not thinking, what is this person going to think? What is that person, you know? And just, what do you think that is? Do you think that's just time and practice? Yeah, I think it's a skill set, mm. like, that I've had to work and work on. Especially, like, the better you get at something and the more, like, success you get in a career, I think the more, uh, like, you know, people talking in your ear and more people you meet that are more successful and you want to impress them and blah, blah, blah. And this executive that you're meeting and, you know, I'm going to make a song that he's going to think or she's going to think is really good. And I just, it's never worked for me. You know? Do you think part of that's just also like growing as a human, growing as an adult and understanding your, your talent and understanding that you can do your job. Like I had somebody on, um, the, the, the episode that came out today, Evan, 
Blum, a, a yeah, fellow. Yeah, I, I, you know, I met him a while ago through my friend uh, Chase Hotwork. Mm. Um, he's a good dude. Yeah. He's a really good dude, yeah. really talented. But he said something I, I was like, when you're going into these video sessions with like Demi Lovato and stuff like that, are you nervous? He goes, I'm nervous because I'm meeting somebody that is so famous and so, you know, such a big part of my life prior to, to having this career. But I'm not nervous that I, about the job. He goes, I've done a thousand of these. And right. there's, a, there's a muscle there that I've worked out enough that I know when I go into that gym, I'm going to be able to lift that weight. Right. Like, I know what I'm doing. I know how to pick it up. It's like, you go to eat cereal, you're not worried about which hand you're going to use. Exactly. And you need to trust yourself that, that it's just another day, no matter who yeah. it's with, you know, it's another work day, you know? Um, also, let's start this off with uh, either tequila or whiskey, which would you like? Uh, tequila. Well, what are you going to do? Tequila. Tequila. Hell yeah. So, just for the people that don't know you and haven't heard your song yet, will you give them- How dare you? A little rundown. Yeah. <laughs> will you give them a little rundown of what we're talking about? Um, in terms of the song we're talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah I just basically, my name is Kobe Jones. Um <laughs> I, uh, I like to play around. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like play around. <laughs> I'm Kobe Jones and I like to play around. <laughs> um, I hadn't dropped music in over a year and I wrote this and produced the song Best Friend that just came out um, like a couple weeks ago, yeah, like two weeks ago, whatever. Um, and that's pretty much the song we're talking about. It's a song that... I, you know, what's funny. I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've told you this before. Uh, probably not. Um, cheers. Cheers, brother. Thank you for having me. By the way, one of my favorite, th I'm, I know for you, of course, but like just one of my favorite things to do is talk music, you know, like. Well, that's, there, it, there's just certain people I have on here. I mean, there's also, I, I see you often, luckily. Yeah. Um, thank God that I get to, yeah. but like there's certain people where, I think part of the reason I see them often, we have those conversations often is because there's that connection there. Yeah. Like, there's people who I see a lot that I don't have talks like that, but like the cameras can be off and once they are off, the conversation won't end. Like that's the, right. That's the right. thing. We're talking like this all the time. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but sorry, keep going. Um, wait, what was I saying? Um, I forget. Me too. I'm sorry. Totally interrupted. He's smoking. Let's uh let's um, let another doobie. Yeah, I'm gonna roll one. Another, I'm gonna roll a hash joint. Oh yeah, your little crack joint. <laughs> you have a lighter over there by chance? Um, yeah. Wait, where is it? Did I drop it? I don't know what I do with mine. Oh no, I got it. stoners, huh? Hey. Um. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So basically, what's funny about this song, "Best Friend," um, is while I was making it and showing it to a few people, I would always preempt showing it with like. This song's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> that too. You're not my best friend. Um, but I would basically say, I personally love this song. I don't think it's a hit. Um, which is very rare for me to say about my, if anyone knows me, I'm my big, I'm like the biggest fan you could be of yourself. <laughs> you know, maybe besides for yay, but you know, um, and so I usually say, I'm fucking so hyped on this song, blah, blah, blah. This song, I would be like, listen, before I play it for you, I'm not playing it for you to make you think like, oh, this is the shit. I just like, there's something about it yeah. I personally vibe with. And every time I would play it for someone, they'd be like, yo, that's a hit. Like, 
that's a fucking banger. Be like, banger? Like, that's not what I would associate with this slow, thanks, with this slow R&B song, you know? It's slow in R&B, but it also ha- does have a boppy element to it. Like, a, like, like you've played that at a few different parties. Yeah. I mean, you've also sang it at a few different right, parties, yeah, which I've been yeah. excited to watch. I know, I know. Um, but it fits the vibe. Like, there's something about that. There's a lot of songs that can't live in both worlds. Yeah. And this one can. So, I, I understand people's reaction being like, like an upbeat fuck yeah. Outside yeah. of just and, being like, that's really cool. And you're so right. And it's so funny how we just never know what art will do for people. And the more I played this song before it was dropped, like the more I would play this song, um, I would always preempt it with that, be a little, not shy about it, but just like, I don't know why I'm playing this song. It's not the banger, you know, mm. it's not, it's, you know, um, and I would play it more and more and people would tell me that. I remember this one time I played it, like someone had a house party, had a house party and, uh, there was like a studio downstairs at this house party. So people were showing music. So I'm showing music, whatever. I play like a banger rap song, whatever. Like everyone's playing like, you know, hype music and stuff. Then I say the same shit with this, with this song, best friend. And I start playing it. And like the first thing that people are saying, people are coming down from like, from like the actual party and be like, like, what song is that? Like, like that's a party song. Oh, that's and so it just crazy. changed my, like, it's, Every time I would play it for people, it would like enhance my perspective and hype me up more about that this is like a fun, relatable bop, you know? Um, I think there's something to it, though. I think there's something to not building up too much hype in your head about something that it allows you to release it and let it go to the world without feeling like, without something feeling too precious. Exactly. And I say, I say this all the time and something I'm like getting just a lot, a lot better at. And this is what I tell, this is what I try to tell artists who just start making music Mm -hmm. is try your best, as weird as it sounds, to not be precious about your songs. I think that's massively important art. I I really think so. It's such an important skill set and it's really hard. It's actually pretty hard, I think, you know, because they're your babies. Yeah. Like, I don't want the world to, you know, have a bad influence on my baby and blah, blah, blah. I want to protect my child at all costs. And like, that's usually, you know, not the best, within within reason, not the best way to go about, you know, educating your child, let's say, about the world. And when you let go and like, let your art, you know, live without like caging it. Um, yeah, you're just surprised all the time of yeah. the reception, you know? I think that something that I've learned over the past few years, especially as somebody who spent so much of my life trying to be an artist and a musician and like in that world very specifically, um, the best thing I've ever done for myself was allow myself another art form to live through that's not, that I don't take too precious, that I didn't dream about when I was three years old to allow me to continue to keep music to be precious. Because Mm -hmm. if I want to be making a living off of art in general, then it can't be something that you feel too precious to release it because then something that's so important to you will never allow you to do that every single day and and make an income off of it. Yeah. 
And starting this podcast is the first time that I've allowed myself to be a little bit more free music wise. Wow. Because I, I don't expect to release it. Right. And maybe I will one day uh, for fun or something, but, right. but I'm starting to realize that like, I can put out an episode. If I don't like what I said, I'm still putting out that episode. I'm not clipping it. Gotcha. Like you're going to hear the shit that I wish I didn't say. Cause I, I love that. I, it's important. But I don't have it with my music. And that's something that, that took me so long to learn. Like I have so many songs that I believe to be great songs, but I'll probably never see the light of day. Mm, yeah. And that's no longer a bad thing. It was when that was, when I, that was trying to be my, my living, how I'm going right. to feed myself. Yeah. But now that it's not that it's okay for me to make something and be like, I love this and put it away. Yeah. Cause I know this is coming out. Right. And, and by the way, I totally understand that. And I think that's really important for me. I've never really been able to do that, but what, what I've been able to do is become very unprecious about my music. And like I said, I'm my biggest fan. I love my music so much. It's It seems like an oxymoron. Like the way I'm about to release music, which is the way I was releasing music for, mm. for a few years, is the songs I fucking love. Like I'm throwing them away to the world. Like release, yeah. release, 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 release. Um, and I'm basically doing about to do that again with so many songs that like I've held precious for like a bit. Mm. But- it was for a purpose, you know? Yeah. Um, like, that's my thing is like, if I'm holding on to a song, it's not done. Like, I have no songs that are done that like just sit. Yeah. Um, so to speak. So to speak. Yeah. Obviously, if there's, if you're, if there's a plan you behind songs it. songs that I love. I, I've, listen, I make a lot of music that I don't release a, a lot, but those are songs that I don't personally believe in in any capacity. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're not. Just, I'm not feeling them, you know? Maybe that's part of this though. And maybe part of what's allowed you to do that is the sheer number of songs that you make for yourself with friends. You also hold, you wear many hats. You're a producer, mm -hmm. you're a songwriter, mm -hmm. you're a artist, you're a rapper, you're a singer. And all of these can converge into Kobe Jones, but they also all sit very separately when it comes to working with other people. Absolutely, you're right. Like you have people at your studio every day. You're right. Yeah. And different people. Yeah. All a, a shit yeah. ton of people. Or I'm going to studios every day. Yeah. 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 Or just absolutely. You're in that and, environment. And I know how to let's in certain sessions. Like if there's an artist there, I know how to not be the artist. Mm. If there's you know a producer there, I know how to not be the producer. Or how'd you learn how to do that? Because I feel like that's um, tough. Um. Uh, sometimes I try to sound not like too full of myself i'm amazing with people mm. like i i know people very well to the point where i feel comfortable um giving space for everyone and and knowing what may a person might need from me you know what i'm saying i i agree i agree <laughs> Thank you. i'm like as you're talking um, i'm thinking of different experiences i've had with you very much so including the podcasts yeah. Which a few of which they've seen, <clears throat> one of which they haven't. <laughs> Speaking of God. Um, Lock that up in the vault. <laughs> I just lost part of it or else that would have come out for sure. But now that we got this back, we'll do another one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you, you, you are really good at giving energy without taking space or taking all the space. 
um, which is such an important thing. And that's Thank something you. that I'm, so. I'm really working on learning how to do that because mm. I'm either too quiet or way mm. too loud. Yeah. Um, and I feel like you have this really, really good way of understanding when it's your turn to speak, when it's your turn, when you're, sorry, when it's be- going to benefit you to speak, mm-hmm. when it's helpful to, to you and not, you're not just speaking to speak mm-hmm. and when it's helpful for you to yeah. listen. Yeah. Cause that's a huge part of this is part of the way you learn and you really work these muscles out like you're talking about is understanding how to learn and how to listen because that's yes. that's where the yes that's and, where the information and is downloaded to. yes i guess that's huge uh, too oscillator. wanting um, to is a big part of it uh, that's such a big part dude like you have to want to like be open to the possibility that like anyone you're talking to might give you some gems of life, like gems, like you literally just don't know, you know, but if you're open to it, it might not happen every time. Sometimes you might waste your time talking to someone. I don't know about waste time is a good yeah. way to put it, but like, but I know what you never, you know, but fact is, is like so many times, like randomly, like I'll just meet a stranger or whatever. And they just impart wisdom a lot, you know, everyone. Absolutely. And and I think you're right. I think if you're looking for the right people to listen to, you're going to miss out on the people that really have the most to speak about. Um, I was just talking to Elle's mom about this. We were talking about like branding and sort of some of these like spiritual based companies that have really amazing um, ideas, but they're marketing to a group of people that already have the knowledge that they're giving. So like, you look at a company like Athletic Greens, you can go get all the yogis and try to sell it to them, but they're already eating right. They're already doing their shit. Right. You have to find a way to connect with the people that need the information the most Yeah. and vice versa. And if you're going and you're waiting for Rick Rubin to tell you a big idea, then you're missing the 90 fucking Joe Schmoes who have the information that's going to change your life. Exactly. Um, Pete, yeah. People are, I'm just not a regimented guy in general. Like, I just don't have many, um, like, uh, how do I say, like, I, I was, I was talking, I was talking to someone and she was saying about relationships, like about boxes and things like that. And I was like thinking, I was like, wait, uh, she's talking about relationships no, and boxes. No, she was, she was, she was talking about like, like check, check. What's oh, the, oh, checking yeah okay. like checking boxes I you know when you're looking for a partner let's say <laughs> okay. um um and i was and i was saying just in general in general in general in life um I, i'm sure subconsciously I, I have boxes but uh i just don't go about life like where like i i have like plans of you know how i'm gonna treat someone or a or a certain situation. It's like everything's freestyle, so to, so to speak. Yeah. You know? I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's probably... The, I like living life that way. But I think that's the healthy way. Have you, but have you always been like that? Or is that like something that you kind of had to grow into? No, it's kind of, it's kind of all, always been that way. I mean, that's probably just really good leaders in your life and people to, to show you and to lead by example. Because that's such a tough thing. To be able to do, I think, I mean, I can't speak for anybody else, but I can sure as hell speak for myself. And I'm the, something that I work on daily is, is there tobacco in this? 
A tiny bit, just a tiny, tiny bit. Um, the thing that I'm working on every day right now is trying to not build the story of how, how something's going to go before I'm there. And I, right. I have a really tough time with that. Yeah, I think I think we all do. I, I think a lot of these things, I always say skill set because like these things are just things to constantly work on, you know, yeah. like anything. And for me, life is music. Um, and like just I feel like the more I know, the, the, the more I'm open to life, like the more I'm open in my music, like mm. the more I'm working on all these things, like. I just find myself so much freer and freer and freer. Like I'm working on being freer creatively, you know, it's, and it's kind of like mirrored in life, you know, mm. like being as free as possible with, you know, certain your own boundaries, whatever. Yeah. Um, and same thing with music, like just being so open, like, like it sometimes like when I'm in a studio, it's not a, this is not a pet peeve of mine. Um, I used to say it's a pet peeve of mine. It's not a pet peeve because a lot of people write this way. Um, I, I just, for me, it's hard to do this. Like sometimes people get in a studio. Um, it's more rare. I, I find this, but sometimes like a writer will get, will get in a studio and be like, okay, what happened to you, Michelle, uh, <laughs> this past week at the grocery store? Like what happened to you? Like, let's, tell us what happened to you when you did this and this and like, let's write about it. It's like, I, I find that, I find that hard to do. I, I rather like just talk. What? Not even talk, not sit down and talk, just like get together. Totally. And like randomly someone is going to say something and be like, and, and not all music is written that way. Like not mm -hmm. what you talk about that day, but let's say you're doing it. Like that's what happens. Like you're just having a conversation and be like, Oh, this person's talking about their ex that hit, happened to hit them up. And you're like, oh, what, the line you just said. All right, let's like, you know, do off that. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. You know, um, I love making music that way. I mean, I think that's amazing. And I think there's so many different ways to do this. And yeah. I think there's so many different people that do it differently. And to me, that's always been one of, like, one of the most profound to me is seeing somebody go without any preconceived idea of what they're about to do and still make it happen. That's to me, not that it makes it any more art than the next thing, but there's something about it that feels magical to me, more whimsical about like you're literally pulling out less robotic and mechanical. Yeah. You're grabbing fucking art out of the middle of the air and putting something yeah. on paper that didn't exist before you put it there. Yeah. Like that's to me, that's amazing. That's why I love, I love sculptures. I love, painting, stuff like that. Like not for me to do, but I love seeing somebody go see a blank piece of whatever it is, clay or uh, uh, um, canvas. And then 20 minutes later, there's something gorgeous and something important and beautiful and meaningful that just wasn't there before. And yeah. they just grabbed that out of the fucking ether. Yeah. I'm terrible at painting. Oh, I'm I'm not very good either. I was so phenomenal. bad. I'm 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 so bad at painting. <laughs> I'm like amazed by people who who can paint and draw. It's it's unbelievable. It's I can't such a do a foreign art to me for some reason. I'm, I can't do like a good line. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't do anything. <laughs> so, what else have you been working? on? I see you in so many sessions. You're working with Mickey, and you're working with yeah. Danny, and you're working with yeah. Um, I. Like, I don't know if this is true, but I always like to say, like, 
I have the most songs out of anybody you know. <laughs> Besides for like Lil Wayne, you know? I believe it. <laughs> um, my goal in life is, one of my goals in life is to have like one of the biggest catalogs out of any artist. I, I aim big like this in general, whether that happens or not. It's yeah. just how I, how I think, you know? Um, I don't force songs out, but happens to be that like, thank God I'm usually on in in some way. I've gone through maybe like one um, spell of writer's block. Um, ever? Honestly, like kind of ever. Um, and, and it's interesting because like I never really understood what people meant by writer's block. Then I had like a couple, like kind of like a couple months where I really didn't do much. Hmm. Um, but anyway. Um, do much as in make things? Or yeah, do much I, I was in- just like, I was just like, you know what? Every time I sat down, I was like, I don't even want to do this right now. I'm just going to live life for a couple months. Yeah. And that's what I did. Which is probably um, important. It, it was it was amazing. Yeah. I'm very rare to do that. Mm. Never do that. Um, but yeah, I'm in all these sessions just writing and producing for a lot of really cool artists. Um, not going to mention the names right now, but, um, you know, uh, hopefully a lot of these records are going to be coming out very soon. Um, and some of them are with, it's a blessing. Yeah. (laughs) It's fucking awesome. Um, I, I'm such a big believer in following your dreams. Um, because I saw people growing up, I saw people who followed their dreams and it was like becoming true Then for myself, like literally like, um, I'm not even close to where I feel like, you know, um, I'm going to get to, but, um, even at this point, even starting a few years ago, like just such dreamlike, you know, mm. situation. Dreamlike for me, you know, I don't know. Like some people's dreams are like, I don't know, to be on a yacht. Like I'm going to welcome that when it comes. But like, that's not like my dream. Like my dreams are so musical, like wanting to go to a meeting at this record label and well, yeah. you know, that, that, and just really cool. Like, um, <laughs> I've been watching uh, the TV show Dave. Oh yeah, um, the Little Dicky you know show. How many people fucking come up to me and say, "You look just like <laughs> Little Dicky." I'm like, "Is it because I'm a fucking like, Jew?" Yeah, exactly. I'm like, "Come on." I do have the, cur- I get I've it. I have the curly too. hair. I'm like, "Come on, we don't all look the same." <laughs> but pretty damn close. Yeah, yeah, pretty damn close though. Yeah, we're all cousins. Um, but I was watching it, and there's just a small. There's a great lot of good moments musically in that show, but there's a moment in passing like he's talking to a fan and the fan's like oh, i'm trying to get into the business he's like things are surprisingly possible and like i was like i connected with that that's how i feel i i just heard something from seth rogan and he was like he's like everybody who tells you you're gonna make it if you try is wrong mm. he goes nobody can can promise you that right yeah but what we can promise you is that you sure as fuck won't make it if you don't try exactly and it's, and- it's so true the only so far, the only people because I've been doing I've been doing music for like fifteen plus years. Mm. Um, the only people that I've seen not make it so far are people who have quit. That's yeah. it. Um, and I guess that's true. I guess yeah. like that quit comes in a d- bunch of different um, costumes. It's wearing a bunch. Some of quitting different. is a want. Some people are quitting because like they're actually giving up, which. As unfortunate, Absolutely. no one should do that. 
Um, but some people are like, they, they through life be like, you know, I, I don't want to do this. And that's another form of, it's, I think it's that's quitting, but what 100%. I'm not putting like a negative connotation totally. on quitting. Yeah. But I, I think that there's a bunch, it wears a bunch of different costumes. It looks different every time. And like, I know people who quit because they couldn't afford to do it. And to me, that's bullshit because it costs nothing to put something on SoundCloud. Exactly. Yeah. It costs nothing to, to sing into your, your phone that you already own. Exactly. Or whatever. I get if it's exp- I know it's expensive. No, you can figure things out. Yeah. And I've seen people, there's always somebody who's done more with less. And I say that as somebody who's obsessed with my gear and all this yeah. shit, but like, it also has been one of the biggest, um, deteriorants. That's the completely the wrong word. The, <laughs> it's one of the biggest things that's, that's pulled me away from making music is that I have so much, but the ideas aren't coming. Right. And, yeah. and I just think that's bullshit. If you can't do something because you can't afford it, this is luckily writing music is free. Exactly. If it's yeah. on your way to work, if it's while you're at your job, if it's for 20 minutes at night, yeah, like there's a version of it that can be um, incorporated into your life. There's that. There's the people who fall out of love with it. And I think that's important is you got to constantly- Check yourself. Check yourself and and continue to to love it. And if you don't, continue to find a way to love something, to love what you're doing. And I think that, Something that people forget, and this is not my idea, this was somebody else's on here, I don't remember who it was, but our job is, your job is to not make music. Your job is to find inspiration and go into that room and let it happen. Yeah, the inspiration. I like that, I never heard it that way. I really like that. It's huge, and like, yeah. clearly... Because yeah, I, I, that, I share the same belief in how music is made. Mm-hmm. You know, you're taking something down from the ether, so to speak. That wasn't there. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's amazing. Is it weird to think that best friend just wasn't there one day? (sighs) It is. That's that's so interesting. In fact, that morning. (laughs) Right. Because it's so funny. Because, like, I've been saying this before it was released. And now especially, like, I feel like it's my best Kobe Jones song that I made. Meaning, I don't think it's the best song that I've made. But for Kobe Jones, like, like if someone, if there was one song right now, I think there's going to be others, but, um, and there are others before this, but right now, um, if someone were to like one song, that's it to explain like Kobe Jones, you know, best friend, I think best friend would be it. Yeah. I think it's, which is cool that that's my new song. I don't feel like it's five songs ago yeah. or 10 songs ago that oh damn like that that was really me like i don't know what i'm doing you know but i think you also got to remember that all of this is you at that moment and You're right best friend yeah. might not be as connected to you as it was yesterday or the day before and that's okay you're right it's got you're a right. different it's got it's connected to you differently now you know like some of the some of the the lines that connect you in that song are just changing simultaneously and that's okay and like yeah I don't know. I think it's worth looking at it in a way where you don't have to have the same responsibility to love love something in the way that you used to. That that is allowed to change. Yeah. Um I don't know if you saw John Mayer that reel of John Mayer, that new reel of John Mayer saying he's he's like 
I've came to a new realize. He's he's crazy. He's, I love him. He's amazing. <laughs> he's like I came to a new realization. He's like I was writing a song, whatever, and like I was gonna throw it away because I didn't like it. And then I had the thought, why do I need to like it? Like why can't I write a song that I don't necessarily like? You know? And he's like, it's not my job to know if someone else will like it or not. Like. That's so interesting. He's like, if I'm far enough, you didn't even say this, but this is my paraphrasing, but what I feel like he's saying, like, if you're far enough in writing a song and you don't like it anymore, finish it. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't. You don't have to. Just because you're not feeling it anymore doesn't mean it's not going to be felt, you know? He's insane. Um, Yeah, it's so true. So it's it's such an interesting way to think about it. Yeah, it's like. I think we have this idea that because we're the ones rebelling, if you will, and doing the job that we love, and <laughs> right. being, we're, we're that guy, you it's know. True. I think there's social rebels, and I think that there's a disconnect in reality there, where we expect that all of our favorite artists who also did this loved everything they made just as much as the last thing, and that the thing they made after the thing they loved they also loved and it's just it's bullshit yeah i think yeah that the only difference is when you're working by yourself in the sense of being a solo artist you just don't have a band there to let you know that they don't like it that's true that's a good point like it's just that's the that's what's changing is the as the, the teams get smaller then there's less people to give you a different look at it and to be to to be less biased or more biased or whatever the situation is yeah and i think that's where you have the opportunity to learn to fully let go you know and just actually make to make not make to love absolutely and that's why i'm actually addicted to collaborating like Mm. since i started collaborating heavy i it's so much harder to to work by myself I do it, but I, I honestly, collaborating is just like, it's amazing. You are always with people. Yeah. And making music. Yeah. But I think that's that does a couple things. One, I think, first of all, gives you different perspectives, gives you the person to say that's a terrible idea and the person to say that's a great idea. Yeah. Both are necessary. Yeah. And I only really work with people who, who do that. And that's a big part of this too, is learning these are relationships, mm-hmm. whether it's the first time meeting them or the last, then these are relationships and learning how and who to work with is very important. Yeah. I mean, so many people that I, that I work with, I didn't work, I, I knew and didn't work with for a year or five years, yeah. 10 years, two years, like a lot of people. Yeah. And And I think also, just understanding that you don't have to work with them again. Mm-hmm. You're this; it's allowed to be the last session with them, and therefore you're also allowed to enjoy it. You don't have to dwell on it. Exactly. Like this isn't this isn't school where you have to go back to the teacher that you hate. No, no. And the more opportunities you give yourself to make that decision, the better. The more rooms you put yourself in, the larger the group of people you enjoy working with will be. And I yeah. think you've you've done a great job of that. Obviously, is you created a space that gives people the studio if need be. Yeah. So you have the space to facilitate it, but you also 
have been in the room. I've seen you with, I mean, Mickey and Danny. Mickey's yeah. way more on the edm pop side. Danny's yeah. way more on the rock indie yeah. side. Yeah, organic, yeah. You're in both the rooms. Yeah. Crash, more mm-hmm. edm pop side. Yeah. I mean, you have rap, all these yeah. different rooms in rap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, let, let alone the Kobe Jones shit, which is yeah kobe jones but it's a big circle of kobe jones yeah um that's one of that was one of my uh goals that i set out to do is do every genre pretty Mm. much um my like my i tell people like my idol my musical idols are like pharrell kanye timbaland dr dre um what a lot of these people have in common is they're artists they're producers and writers and more so more so they do multiple genres like people don't really think of it so much but like dr dre's done mary j blige and eminem you know um pharrell's done um the clips and he's done britney spears you know what i'm saying these are like that i love that like i love doing every genre of music not so much country but you're one of them. Shout out country, though. But shout out country. <laughs> I don't want to. I beef. love doing all the genres of music. Country. Besides country, <laughs> shout out country, though. Um, <laughs> why don't you like country? What's is it that you you've heard? Uh, it it's and not you just that don't I don't connect? like it. I just said I don't connect. Okay, yeah. that's a good reason. Not yeah, that. yeah. Um, I have respect for it. Big respect for it. I think the writing's phenomenal, and there's a few songs that. I like, mm. but I don't think I've ever like searched a country song and listened to it in my life. What about some of these guys that are like teetering the line that are doing like a country rap? I never, I just never do it. Have you heard it? I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. I, it's all good. It, it sounds good. I just, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'd love to see you do like a country rap record with with somebody, even if you're in there as like a writer or a producer. Yeah, I mean, I. I've written country-esque songs with my brother-in-law, Dove, who lives in Nashville. Shout out, Dove. Um, and so I've done, I've done, I've dabbled. Um, but yeah, not my preference, but it's such amazing writing, you know? It's it's fun <laughs> music. I don't really listen to any of it. Yeah. Not not the country rap shit, but shout I do out, like- Shout out, country. I like country. I like like the Americana type shit. Yeah. But- uh. All right, before we wrap this up, Kobe yeah. Jones, what's what's uh what's coming next? What can we expect? What are you working on? Who are you um, working with? So <laughs> I'm planning to drop like a ton of music. I'm gonna drop a bunch of singles, but I am going to drop my I don't know if I'm gonna call it debut album, mm. debut mixtape. Might just be debut album. Um, you heard it here first, everybody. Kobe Jones yeah. sharing his debut I, album. I, I figure it's about time, you know. Um, and I have enough songs, and I have enough like vision of what I want the you know thing to be. So, oh, that's um, unreal. Yeah, yeah, that's unreal. Damn, and this yeah. is the first time you said it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, officially. <laughs> I guess it's on on camera. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, it is the first time. And I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm going to throw a bunch of skits in there. It's going to be. No way. I I, want to do it 
not Eminem style, but like I just miss a lot of that stuff. Yeah. And so I think I'm going to do some like a nice amount of skits and stuff, you know? I agree, dude. I love that shit. I remember growing up and being on the bus and listening to like Kim. Yeah. Or to I, I to Mockingbird, to any of these where you have these like interludes in between songs and like little skits and shit yeah. like that, that turn it into like a, a movie. Yeah. It turns it into like a chronicle. Yeah. And I also, speaking of interludes, like I also think I also think I'm going to do like musical interludes as well. Fuck um, I want to like take up space and make it a long album. So yeah. that's part of it. But I don't know, like, I mean, including, you know what I'm saying? Including skits and interludes, like at least 15 tracks. But um, yeah, I, I I also like there, I can't think of the albums now, but like there used to be some like interludes where like, it's not really a written song. It's kind of like yeah. an instrumental with like a repeated vocal or something. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so I want to do stuff like that too. And last question: When are you j- joining the the Dreidel Gang with BLP? Man, shout out BLP Kosher. You know, <laughs> when are we getting you on the party? Uh, yeah. Oh my god, dude, you gotta come to the party, dude. When he comes on, will you come with him? Oh, well, of course. I mean, if he'll let me, I mean, he'll let you. Yeah, I mean, you gotta get his own. But BLP, come to the podcast. Uh, we would love to have you. We'll spin some dreidels. We'll <laughs> yeah. smoke some blunts. Yeah. Uh, light a menorah, <laughs> or whatever else we don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Eat some kala. Yeah. But well, thank you so much for having me, dude. Toby Jones, it's always nice to have you on yeah. here. We'll have to do another Shabbos Boys pretty soon. Yes, exactly. Volume three, but don't worry about volume two. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, all right, dude, I love you. Love I appreciate you. you. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Go uh, check out Best Friend, Mr. Kobe Jones. That's my more music. Friend. Bunch more music out. Go yes. check it all out. Bunch more music coming, as you heard here. His debut album. Check it out. Point. Check it out. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And to everybody out there. I'm Kobe Jones, and this is an experiment. Yeah, it is. Love you guys. Bye.